Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. love, he sends his greetings. I also want to say a big thank you to your man of God, Reverend Roland. Yeah, Papa Roli. I, I have so much filler on him, okay, so don't worry, if you want to, if you want to come, just, 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 just pay me a few coins and I'll spill some beans. <laughs> Holy beans, I beg. Holy beans. I also want to say a big thank you to the leadership of the fellowship, the executive team, and all the workers. God bless you guys. I also want to say a big thank you to you guys, all of you, for welcoming me here. Amen. I can finally say this. I also want to say a big thank you to my wife, wherever she is. Amen. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, you will marry some, okay? You will marry good, okay? Amen. God bless you all. Shall we be seated? And I save the best for last. I thank the Lord, I thank the Holy Spirit for bringing me here safe and sound. For give me his word to come and bless us with. Amen. Alright, now if you have your, bi- your Bible here, today is the first time I've come to minister without a physical Bible. It's paining me, pa. It's paining me. But there's always a Bible on my phone. I always have a minimum of three Bible apps on my phone. Yeah, it's important. Ever since I came to join iOS, I'm not enjoying it at all. Because Android, I can have many versions. Yeah. Yeah, but iOS, but anyway. Oh. We will take it like that. So you can open your Bible up. If you have a Bible, you lift your Bible up. Don't open WhatsApp and lift it up. <laughs> Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. For me and to me. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. As a preacher man is here tonight, my mind is alert, my heart is wide open to receive your word. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so I was given a theme for this prayer conference. It's loving God. And uh, hello. Uh huh, yeah, true, loving God. Right. If you have your notebooks here, kindly. Instead of those that have their phones, open you can open your notes, but I me, mean, I like taking notes in church. Yeah. I, I have a lot of notebooks dated from when I was even in uni. Yeah, I I, I record keeping, I don't joke. When you were saying that some of you got you've not saved on the cloud, no, even if it happens, so you know, it's serious. So back up, okay. All right. Now 
the journey of loving God begins by first of all accepting his love. One of the mistakes that many believers make is that when they give their life to the Lord Jesus Christ, they will go and save them. When I was in high school, I went to the best high school, but I won't mention the name because if I mention the name, some of you will be giving me attitude. And I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't want to beat anyone tonight. But I went to Accra Academy. Yeah, Bleo. Yeah, thank you. Bleo Bean. Yeah, yeah. Even though this weekend, I went for a wedding at Achimota. And, and after seeing the school, my heart almost fell in love. But I said no. No. <laughs> it will fall for Jesus. It won't fall for Achimota. <laughs> now, one of the mistakes that I've noticed over the years, and even one, one mistake I almost made, is that when someone becomes born again, right, the first place of loving God starts by first receiving his love. Now, why don't I say, not just receiving his love, but accepting his love for you. Many a time, we know only a dimension of his love. And we run with it. But the moment, is, in fact, this is a prayer conference, so you want me to pray. Don't we pray? Yeah, no, this prayer conference. But let's also go into the word. It's a serious mistake. And it's one mistake that can lead you down a rabbit hole of all manner of errors and afflictions. The first point to loving God begins by first accepting his love for you in Christ Jesus. And when I say accepting his love for you in Christ Jesus, I mean all the dimensions of his love. Not just some. I hardly mention the visions I have for a reason. I don't like sharing my encounters for a reason. But tonight I'll just share one. Years ago, this is the way back, I had a vision, the vision, I was standing in front of a huge door. And the door was the Lord Jesus Christ. And then when I, I, I was standing there as a little child, then he smiled at me and then he opened. When he opened, I saw beautiful lights and glory. The place I, I won't describe it. it was, I can't find the right words to describe it. Now when I stepped into the place, suddenly I saw him come smiling at me and hold my hand. And we began to journey. And I was seeing a countryside, like a city, very beautiful ahead. Then the vision ended. And the Lord said a statement to me. He said, many people, when they come to give their life to Jesus Christ and become believers, they remain at the door. They never journey into his kingdom. They remain looking at the, the door. They never ever journey with their relationship with the Lord. When you want to love God, you first have to accept his love towards you. And when I say accept his love, you must, there are a few facts you must know about his love. That first of all, he first loved you before you were created. There is nothing you can do and will do to earn his love. Even before the world were framed, God loved you. When I say the world, when I say the world, I mean even before See, the Bible says that even before the foundations of the earth, Christ was slain. Meaning that before God had counsel within himself and say that, okay, now let me step. Let me, uh, Genesis chapter 1 says, in the be- 
the Greek writing says, in beginning, the beginning. Or in beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It's not, it doesn't say in the beginning. It says, in beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, before that in beginning, Christ has already been slain for you and I. Let's read a few scriptures. If, I, if we don't read the Bible, some of you said, this man of God, he's a, he's a, you know what I'm saying? Let's open to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Ephesians 1, 3 to 4. Ephesians 1, from verse 3 to 4. Right. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Verse 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Before see, he had already chosen you and I before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. Meaning this. Open to Romans chapter five, verse six to eleven. Don't read it here. Just open there. You can put a scripture. Romans chapter five, verse six to eleven. This, this is what it means. That before. You even conceive the thought of the first sin you ever committed. You were already loved. Before, before you even thought about a righteous act to even try and commit, you were already loved. God already chose you in Christ Jesus to be holy and blameless. Which means before him, there was no spot on you, blemish or wrinkle. Before the foundations of the earth. Which also means that even before he created Adam and Eve, he had already chosen you and I. That is one fact you must know about the love of God. The moment you begin, and see when you know this, and you begin to accept it that as this is the truth of God's love towards me, your prayer topics will change. A lot of attacks that you have in your mind of accusations and guilt trips from the enemy will cease. And when I say they will cease, this is what I mean. The devil will still try and come. But this time, another voice inside you will rise up and silence it. Because you know the truth of God's love towards you in Christ. Let's read Romans 5. All right, let's go. Romans 5 from verse 6. For when we are yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man. Peradventure, peradventure. Hey, yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Go back again and give me another version. Because as a boy, from oh yes, yeah, just take us to Nilam Tete. NLT. NLT, yeah. Okay, NLT. <laughs> when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died. Have you seen that your, your brothel is coming now? Oh yes. Yeah. All right. Start, start again. Start again. I'm sorry for cutting. Romans no. five from verse six, Nilam Tete version. My goodness. <laughs> when we were utterly helpless. Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people will not be willing to die for an upright person. Though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. Pause. Let's pause there. 
see, some of you, you are kind to those who are kind to you. Mm. I'm bringing you home so you understand. You can conceive or consider being kind to someone because you have a memory of a kind act done towards you. This is what he's saying here. That even a righteous man will hardly die for an upright person. Even those who have done good to you, because sometimes you still even second guess. You, you, you pass it through your, your judgmental system. What's scanning? Okay, yes, the other time he was fine. But the other day too, just the other day, analysis, mm. data analysis, mm. that, analysis one more. Mm. Let's continue. Now, most people will not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. While we were still sinners. Do you understand what this means? It doesn't say while, while you had committed a sin. While you were a sinner. It's like, it's like while it was your identity. While it was your reality. While it was the only language you could ever think of. Speak. Conceive. While it was the only expression that would ever come out of you. While you were cursing God your ancestors while 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 you were committing whilst you were removing that girl's dress mercy lord mercy lord mercy lord papa i should tone down i should tone down okay i'll tone down while you were laying hands on the breast while i should tone down i should tone down i should tone down while we're yet sinners, while we're being disrespectful to our parents, while you were cheating in the exam. Yay! See, you are young, so I'm saying things that, that down there you, you struggle with. Uh -huh. I, I, I can't say while you were worrying about paying school fees because now you won't understand it. Yeah, but that's what I sin. Worry is a sin. But yeah, worry is actually is one sin that's an insult to God. We'll talk about worry another time. She said, while we were yet still sinners, it's not like while we were yet sinners, it was like, we're, but still, as what we're even still in the act. When you read the accounts of the, of, when you read the Markan account, or the Lucan account, when you read about what, what happened when Christ was, was being, was, was on the cross, what was being said at, at him. When, when, were, when, before he was even, was on nailed on to the cross. When they were, uh, Deciding whether they should trade uh, the guy Barabbas or whatever his name was, or or Christ, right? And when they said the guy said that I don't want to be a part of this, I'm washing my hands. He said, "Don't worry, don't worry. we kill kill the guy. Let his blood be on our ass and our our, 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 our children." Let, while we're doing that, see, he was on the cross dying for you. All he was asking for you just give me small water. They were giving him vinegar. While we we're yet sinners. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we're still sinners. Continue. And si Verse 9. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. So I said, th the first point is what? Accepting his love. The, mo the moment you came into Christ Jesus, confess him as your Lord and personal Savior. There was no condemnation against you. The day that you became born again, 
you what what you were made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ. When the Lord, when Heavenly Father sees you, He sees a son. When you go to God and ask God forgiveness, He sees a son. He sees the price the son paid on the cross by His blood, by His very life. See, the blood that Christ shed was not an ordinary blood. It was the blood that had eternal life flowing through it. Because you know that that seed was an incorruptible seed. It wasn't introduced by man. It was the Holy Spirit that came upon Mary, right, and conceived Christ in the womb. And we know by signs that what? When a child, when a, a child is in the mother's womb, the mother's blood never mixes with the child's blood. Mm-hmm. It's like when we're trying to find out the source of a child, we always go to the father mm-hmm. and do paternity tests. Because the ma- you don't go to the mother. It's the father's blood you need. But it's your father's blood that flows through you, not your mother's blood. And so, the very blood of Christ was the blood of God. And his blood was eternal life. So it wasn't ordinary blood that was shed for you and I. So when God sees you, he sees his son. And by reason of his blood, you are made right. And so he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. There is a condemnation coming. But once you are in Christ, God will save you from it. Let's continue. Verse 10. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son. Of course, have you realized something that everything that we are receiving by reason of his love has nothing to do with what you can do. Yeah. But everything with what Christ has already done. This is what? For since our friendship with God was restored. Which, do you know that you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you have a friendship with God? How many of you actually know that you have a friendship with God? But how many of you believe you have a friendship with God? It's one thing to know. It's another thing to believe. If you truly did believe, you will not be wasting time struggling with all the thoughts and the afflictions you are going through. You will quickly go to your friend who is ever faithful, ever true, to save you. When you're having that struggle or that lust, when you're having that struggle with that weakness in the flesh, you will go to your friend. Many of us know we sing, oh, he's my friend, be, be, be my friend, and all that. But you don't believe it because anytime you're you are in a fix, the first person you go to is not God. Loving God starts by first accepting his love. When I say accepting his love, accepting and believing every reality that has been made available to you and I by reason of his son, Jesus Christ. This is another reality. So we realize that what? We have been made right in his eyes. He loved us without us even, even doing anything. We have... For since our friendship with God was see, this, is, this is like old news, so was restored. You know it was restored. Yeah. The day you came in, you became born again. You have entered into friendship with God. But what you know is that the day Christ died, before your, your, your ancestor was, was born, God already had friendship column for you in his heart. But because you were ignorant of it, they didn't accept it. But you and I, we are privileged that we are knowing these things. Continue. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies. Pause. So, while we do, we see, his enemies, we didn't even know what was happening for us. So. Mm. We actually didn't know what actually God was doing for us in Christ Jesus. While we still his enemies, he was restoring friendship. He was making things right between us and him. 
Continue. We will certainly be saved through the life of his son. The last verse 11. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Amen. What so I'm showing that I'm basically showing you the realities we have and possess by reason of his love towards us in Christ Jesus. Loving God begins by accepting his love. Knowing his love for you in Christ. Understanding his love for you in Christ and accepting it. When you accept his love, you begin to realize that some of you, the reason why you pray is because you are are, are afraid that if you don't pray, maybe God will not talk to you anymore. Or you may lose fellowship with God. Many of you, the reason why you do the activities you do is because you think that if you don't do that, you may lose favor with God. But you already had favor with God even before you were even born. Have you realized that? Does it make, so make sure you realize that some of the prayers you are praying. Oh Lord, love me. I want to love you, Lord. Help me love you. Lord, love me. Listen, the guy loves you already. He's always loved you. You just don't know. Because you don't know, it's not making you grow to become strong and walk as he as you ought to walk as his lover, as his friend. See, this friendship is the same friendship God had with Abraham. Where God, which actually means that by reason of you being his friend, God can actually come to you and talk to you about things to happen. It's actually in his word. Loving God begins by first accepting his love. Let's read 1 John chapter 4, 19. 1 John 4, 19. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. Verse 19. I hope you are being blessed. Yes, sir. First John chapter 4, verse 19. We love each other because he loved us first. Amen. So you see, every action from then is as a result of his love you know he has towards you. The reason why you struggle to love each other is because you don't know that he first loved you. And you know his love towards you. The moment you, oh, Paul said, Paul prayed a prayer in Ephesians, I believe, is it 4 or 3? That you may come, may you understand the, what's the length, the height, the depth, and the breadth of, of the love of God. To grasp the full dimension and reality of his love towards you and I. If you get it, listen. A, you can, a demon can come and accuse you. You can also accuse the demon back. Say, will you shut up and leave here? How dare you talk? This is between, this is between family. I'm telling you things I practice you. Oh, I'm telling you things I practice. So it first begins, loving God first starts by accepting his love towards you in Christ Jesus. Now the love of God was revealed in, we see the love of God revealed by the birth of Christ Jesus. By his life. His life was to show us how much God cares for us. When you read the four Gospels and you see the way Christ lived, how he interacted with the people, how Zacchaeus thought that he, that he, there was no way 
that he deserved to be in God's presence. So he climbed a sycamore tree just to be able to just even, if you can even just see the guy, he'll be fine. And the guy gets there and says, oh, homeboy, what are you doing up there? Come down. I'm coming to your house. Zacchaeus, come down. I'm going to your house today. Come on, go Sunday school. Hey, your Sunday school is, is, is bugger fake. Mine is the original Sunday school song. And he was surprised that not only did the Lord Jesus Christ tell him to come down, but he said, I'll come and dine with you. And when he came to his house to dine with him, he never mentioned a single sin he had committed. But by the time Zacchaeus was done spending time with him, he himself renounced his life of sin. He renounced being a tax collector and being unfair and cheating people. And he even said, I'll pay those double, I've taken my double. This one cash you. Have you all realized that when the prodigal son came to his senses and said, ah, in my father's house, servants are chilling and eating good food. Why am I here bargaining with the pigs? Why? So he said, oh my God, I'm going to go back home. So he got up and began to go home. And then he said, ah, when I see my dad, I'm going to tell him, daddy, I'm sorry for taking all the money. It time. You know, he finished. I've chopped all the money. I'm sorry for annoying you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you, Dad. Please forgive me. Make me one of your servants. That's what the conversation was having with himself. He had no idea that the day he left, every single second, the father kept looking at the direction that his son was, hoping that he would see him come back home. He never knew. When his father saw him at a distance, first of all, know this. This guy has lost all his money, his wealth. He couldn't even afford a public bathroom. He had not bathed in days. He had been feeding pigs. And sometimes he would try and fight with them. And the pigs would bully him and say, hey, my guy, if you were steady for there, if you were for there. And then, so imagine the stench. Then his first teeth my father runs towards him. The one he meets, is when his dad meets him, his dad falls. He's about to say, Daddy, I'm sorry. His dad falls on him, kisses him. And you know his dad? You say, hmm. That should let you know the love of the father. When the Bible says that what? He who knew no sin became sin that you and I become the righteousness of God. Oh, if only you understood how much God loves you. You will begin to now walk in love. Your love journey with God will begin. You know that the father didn't wait for the son to finish talking. Daddy, I'm sorry. Hey. Kofi. Homeboy. Bring the finest robes. Clean him. Put on his feet the finest slippers. Give him back a ring of signet authority. God restored his authority even before the guy even confessed his sins. He never even had the opportunity to even confess his sins. He never even had the opportunity to pitch his, 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 his point of view. I know, make me one of your servants, you know. Just give me boy's quarters. He restored him back to the throne, back to his royalty, his identity as a prince. And they celebrated. Oh, loving God begins by what? Knowing his love first towards you. Oh, when you know his love, and no one will tell you to rise up at dawn and pray. 
no one will tell you to walk in forgiveness. Because if you see how he has forgiven you, you cannot help but forgive everyone. No matter how painful it is. Ah, I've encountered a greater forgiveness. No one will tell you to go on evangelism. You have encountered a love that, that it just beats your mind that you can that God can ne- God never ever sees you in condemnation. Every time he sees you, he sees the Son Jesus Christ. And he just loves you like he loves Christ. The exact full dimension of his love towards Christ is the exact way he loves you. There is no difference between Christ Jesus, the love he has for Christ Jesus, and the love he has for you in Christ. No one will tell you. But the reason why you and I struggle in loving God is because we have no idea about the reality of his love towards us. And so when something happens that you think per your, per your human analysis, if it was me that I, was, I did this to myself, I will not forgive me. I don't think God will forgive me. And that's where we, most of us stop our love journey with God. Let's continue. Now, when Paul, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. 2, 2 Corinthians 5, 14 and 15. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, from verse 14 to 15. Yes, 14 and 15, yeah. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for us all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. Of course. See, this is what Paul, another vegetable, the love of Christ constraineth us. It controls, it, see, this is the guy who knows the love of God towards him in Christ. And so, look at what he's saying. We have all died to our old life. Some of you are struggling to give up your old life because you have no idea how much God loves you. You see, if you know how much God loves you eh, and God tells you to leave that relationship, you know that God's love towards you is so great that it's not a relationship that he's letting me leave. That will not be for my good. You struggle to trust God because you don't know how much he loves you. That's, That's the honest truth. If only you knew how much the Father loves you and I. When it's a hurt, you will fast. Because, ah. One time, I was praying and I was reading the word. You should, you should try it one day. When I'm reading the word, you should, you should also pray as I read it. Sometimes, no. But you can pray before you read the word. Father, teach me when you read. It's beautiful. You will enjoy it. But anyway. I was about to share a vision. I won't share. Let's continue. No, 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 no. This one is better. What I'm teaching is better. Let's continue. Verse 15. Verse 15. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. First. So if you are selfish, every thought, every ambition, every dream is centered on the gratification of yourself. Know that you've not encountered his full love yet. It's only those who have encountered his love, who have asked, who actually know his love and have accepted his love towards them. That can be selfless. The reason you will struggle, you will struggle to even invite someone to church is because you've not accepted all his love yet. Many of us let me share. Let me share a, tes- a, a testimony. When I was, when I, when I became, when I, yeah, I was a baby Christian. 
I used to have a struggle with a particular sin. Me worry, the warrior Hamio. Back there was a chief warrior. Then between jeans, ah, then a shit. Charlie, my my frown. I don't even know how I frown though. I don't even know how I frown. My dream, my Ghana. Oh God. Then one day, I one day I go to church and like Father, I keep making this mistake and I keep asking for forgiveness. I'm disappointing you. And the Holy Spirit said, Ask forgiveness. Receive forgiveness. I said, No, Lord. I said, Hey, do it. As soon as I did, I just I saw as if a garment had been washed clean, as though no stain had ever been been in it before. The following day came and I was praying, and you know, when you're a baby Christian. One of the prayers baby Christians enjoy prayers. Let me, let me say it well so you don't misunderstand me. I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't intentionally do it. You see, God still loves you. Come and ask and confess. So I, I went back and the prayer I prayed the previous day, I was praying it again. Then I heard a voice. Now, what are you talking about? I said, ah, Lord, the other time, I, what I did, ah, what did you do? I said, ah, no. I mean, I said, I said ah. ah, what are you talking about? Then I heard the scripture. I just heard it. I didn't even know it was in the Bible yet. I heard it. As far as the east is from the west, so are your sins. Far from me. Do you know that when you start traveling to the west, you never meet the east? When you start traveling to the east, you never meet the west. That's how far your sin is from God. When God says what? He will remember your sin no more. He means it. Many of us are sitting here tonight. You still can't let go of a particular sin that you committed. A particular weakness. And every time the devil keeps reminding you of it. And because you are physically feeling the symptoms of, of, of that act, or when you're, you're, having, you're having emotional response by the accusations coming towards you, you are struggling to believe that God has forgiven you. But let me ask you a question. If, let's say, you're, how many of you, who, who's, who's best friend is here? Or if you are, if you are a very good friend, just raise your hand. Two people, I just want to give an example. Who's, 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 your, who's, your, who's your friend? Who's your friend here? Where's your friend? Is that, is that your friend? That's your bestie. Hi. Question. Have you guys had a falling out before? Where like you had an argument in San and you're, you're, you're upset with each other? You're upset, right? You're upset. I don't talk to you. I don't, I don't talk to you. Oh my God. Don't talk to me. Yeah. It's happened to you before, right? Yes. When you asked for forgiveness and she said, I've forgiven you, did you believe her? No, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, making, I'm making a point. When you said, oh, it's fine. I've forgiven you. It's fine. It's fine. Let's get, it's, it's fine. You believe that, right? And you've been flowing ever since. And it's never come up again, right? If man, who doesn't forget? If man, in his limited state, you, can, you, you trust man, how much more God? When the Lord Jesus Christ told Peter, as a Peter, when Peter went to ask me a question, they were, Lord, how many times am I asked to forgive my brother? Is it seven by seven? They know 70 by 7. That's 490 times. If the Lord is telling you to forgive 490 times, 
you would think that the standard would be 490 times. We're far above. That standard they gave to Peter was one that Peter could handle. Because they had not died yet. So he was speaking a fact. That's your capacity. This is how you, right now, this is how you're supposed to work. But you in Christ. So how much more the Father? Many of us, we ask God, we ask God, go to God and make a request. But because we don't know the Father's love and the integrity of his love, we don't believe it. Beloved, until you accept his love for you in Christ, the totality of it, you cannot begin to love him. Because a time will come where you say, Lord, by healing, I seek your name. I raise that in your name, say, but I never knew you. Now, this leads to my next point. So, after accepting his love, after understanding and accepting the full reality of his love towards you in Christ, like, I don't I don't want to go into it because I can just spend, if I, I, I can spend like two hours just talking about laying an introduction on our, our place in Christ Jesus and what that means. I can spend at least two hours talking about the significance of his death for us believers. I can spend another two hours laying a foundation on his uh, resurrection. I can spend another two hours laying a foundation on his ascension. I can spend another two hours on the import of ascension for us now in today's world. Just to lay a foundation. So I'm just saying, I'm, t- I'm intentionally stating this point. So are you now will be hungry and go and do your research. You go and read your Bible. And that's the Holy Spirit to teach you. You understand? Now the next point, the next stage after accepting his love, you must keep company with God. Let's open to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. I would like the message translation. I have no name for the MSG, so message translation. Ephesians chapter 5. Are quite powerful. Papa Roli, my your people, my goodness, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Take us about that. Ephesians chapter 5, from verse 1 and 2. <laughs> Watch what God does, and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. First, when the Bible says the husbands love your wife, Jesus Christ loved the church and even gave himself up for her, for it, for her. How can you know the love of God towards the church if you don't spend time with him and watch how he loves the church? When the Bible says that what? Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's go first 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4. Love is patient and kind. We'll come back to Ephesians 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4. Love never gives up. Love cares more than more for others than Charlie, what did Mama Nilam think? Why? Mama Nilam, imagine you all the Love is patient and kind. This is a version I know. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. When you don't walk with God, you can never ever know what it means to be like this. Now, some of us have passed the first stage. You have accepted the love of the Father towards you in Christ Jesus. But because you are not keeping company with him, you are not walking the way God desires for you to walk. And so now you have now become a grace, an overzealous grace enthusiast. Where 
grace abounds, so you will sin. Well, after all, forgiveness is available, so I'll keep sinning. Tomorrow, I'm going to ask for forgiveness. Well, who? I don't go for if I don't go for if I don't join properly and the 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 evangelism drive this this weekend. I mean, after all, there will be other evangelism drives in the future. Oh, when there's Bible study, you know. After all, you let me wait. Last last fellowship that there'll be food and snacks, you know. So. You know, yeah, something for small for the boys. You know what I'm saying? After accepting his love, you can never ever learn how to walk and love God if you don't see God in action. But you can only see him in action when you actually spend time with him. So some of you, you said love is patient and kind. You, some of you, your, your love is patient and kind. No, is 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 short circuit, short fuse. Yeah. It has an expiry date. When say when say uh, love is long, long when say the the love is uh, Galatians five twenty two, the but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness, meekness, kindness, uh, long suffering. Against such gentleness, when we say that, you'll be mentioning ah, uh-huh, that that's it, powerful. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Continue. Let's go to the next one. Gentleness and self control. There is no law against these things. You, you see, when it says that that's the reality of love, it doesn't say for a period. It says that that is always the reality of love. Whether yesterday, today, or tomorrow, when you when you see one who is walking with walking as love, you should always see these things. Go back to Ephesians five one. Watch what God does. You know that I've heard people, I've heard people say that they can pray for you, and when they pray for you, they can call their prayer back. Uh, but boy, I'm sure you've heard things like that. Oh, someone use that to, to threaten me one day. But if I don't, you call his prayer back, and I, I just laughed my head because <laughs> I also need a lot of legalities to stand on. But. I remembered, I was, going to, I was actually going to do something to that person. And I remembered something. The giftings of God are without repentance. When my heavenly father gives you something, he doesn't change his mind and come for it back. So I have learned to never take things back when I give it to you. I, have, I am watching what God does. When God says, I will remember your sin no more. When I forgive you, I walk with you as though it never happened. Now, some of you are looking at me some way. It does not mean that I've lost common sense. Though. It does not mean that I will, I've lost understanding. Right? But I go to God. So, Father, I don't remember anymore. How do I ought to walk with this person? He will tell you, be slow to speak and quick to listen to me. It's not everything about your life you must talk to the person about. So, when I see, that's what the Holy Spirit now teaching me. You can never learn how to uh, hey, uh-huh. you can never learn how to love when you don't spend time with God. Watch what God does and then you do it. Like children who learn proper behavior from their parents. Verse 2. Mostly, now it's, now it's, saying, it's telling you what actually God does. Right? First, learn proper behavior. 
from God. Watch what God does and learn from it. Now, verse is telling what God actually does. Mostly, what God does is love you. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious, but extravagant. It's a deep one. He didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. You can never learn, you can never love like this if you don't keep company with God. I tell you. You understand what extravagant love is? You understand what it means to love without wanting anything in return? You know what it means to love when when the person you, by human standards, the person that doesn't deserve love. The same person hurting you, what's it going to keep going and saying hello to the person? Smile with the person. The person that you always greet doesn't respond to your greeting. What says keep greeting the person and saying hello to the person? What? You're not feeling anything. Listen, if I share my testimony of, of the way God drilled me and the things I went through in order to get to be close, not even not near, no, 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 not close, slightly near, adjacent to this. Hey, is it time to wake up, man. My goodness. Or is it me? Maybe I've set like 10,000 alarms, actually. Amen. Amen. This kind of love, and see, I, 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 I stumbled upon a post I made 20, uh, seven years ago on Facebook, and I shared on my status, on my status, all right, about Fana Mohano. Oh my God, hello. And this is why, this is why I wrote. I, was, I sent, I sent myself. Why did I say this? This is why I wrote. True love is a lie. It is. I know. They know that you think it's broken heart. It's not broken heart. Take your time. Take your time. It's not, bro- it's not broken heart. Please, t- please, let's hurry up. The time is going so that, you know, uh-huh. True love is a lie. It is either love or it is not. Love or no love. Pretense is not truth. So true love is a lie. It doesn't exist. This is what I meant. When you say true love, it means there's also false love. But there's nothing like false love. It's either love or it is not. It is either love or it is not. And when it is love, it must be extravagant, not be cautious. Can you, can you still go and eat with a person that you know the person is, is insulting you and saying a lot of nonsense against you? Can, can you... Have you realized that some of you, the reason why you serve in church is because you want something in return. Per adventure, when I do this for God, God will give me this in return. <laughs> Have you realized that that kind of love is not, is not the standard of God? But you see, for one to begin to walk the journey of love and love God, you can only learn by watching him do it. And you can only watch him do it by keeping company with him. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. 
after accepting all the reality of his love towards you, it gives you strength to resist the enemy when he comes. But when it comes to your expression of your destiny in the kingdom, or the expressions of his will towards you in Christ in the kingdom, you cannot do it without being with God and keeping company with him. That is the only way you can learn to live a life of love. After you have done that, you can now begin to love God. Many people gave their lives for the gospel's sake. When you read the stories of the, the missionaries that came to Africa, when you read the stories of, of the apostles, when you read the stories of, of the early church, church saints and members, those that refused to give up and give up the, the, the gospel, refused to, to speak against the name, renounce the name of Jesus. They give, see, you can't if you have not. When the Lord Jesus said, oh, if a man slaps you, turn the other cheek. You can't do that if you've not lived. You see, Christ himself showed us that. See, when he said it, it didn't make sense. See, when, when they take your coat, give, them, give, them the, the, your, man, give you your cloak. You know what? When they go, they run an extra mile with them. When he was saying it, it looked like he was just teaching things he couldn't do. But we saw it when he was on the cross. We, do you know that? When they came to catch him in the garden, when they asked, what, are you Jesus? When he said, I am he, the people fell back. The I am he alone, the power that he was in the I am he, he said, threw them back. He could have called legions of angels to come in the garden. But according to the Father's will to, for him, he was to die. When God's will for you is to be in a fellowship, and that fellowship is the one that is hurting you. We are all Christ. Have you realized that we don't know God's love? Loving God must ne- the first point to loving God must not be doing things but rather spending time with him. Ac- knowing his love towards you in Christ. Accept it. Believe it. And now begin to spend time with him. I remember years ago my big sister, the one I'm after, she had a spinal problem. And then I, I used to pray to God for God to heal her. So one day at a Rate church, this was 2012, 2013, my diary. I read my encounters and things I went through in my diaries, so it's there. I started journaling properly again for 2012, but there are still gaps. Because I'm at a point every day I was seeing something, I was encountering something, I was like, why will I write every time? I'm tired. <laughs> Don't follow my advice. <laughs> and then I lifted my hand and said, Father, fill my right hand with power so that when I lay hands my sister, she'll be healed. So I started praying, speaking in tongues, praying. Suddenly, I felt like light. I see that it's literally in my hand. And it was very hot. I, I kept praying. And my hand became heavy. And I heard God say that before I use you to heal sister, I must first deal with you. Go and fix your relationship with her. Then my right hand fell on my head. I fell down and I was slain. After a few minutes, when I came back to my consciousness, I was like, what just happened? I am praying that she healed my sister. God said, before I used to heal her, go and fix your relationship with her. She and I used to quarrel a lot, and we used to fight. Oh, yeah. From that day, I started being conscious and cautious about how I respond. 
Now she's like my best friend. And there are times when she's going through something. She calls me. When she wants to do something, what's God saying? Before she even got ordained. She's a woman of God now. Before she even got ordained. She came to me. And I, I told her something I saw about her concerning the ordination a year prior to that. Right now, she believes that God talks to her brother. But back then, imagine you, you won't bush me. Now I said, God said I should come and pray for you. God said, God said, why, 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 <laughs> Let's go to First John chapter four, verse seven and eight. First, oh, are you enjoying yourself? Yes, sir. First John chapter four, verse seven and eight. First John chapter four, verse seven and eight. All right, my beloved friends, let us continue to love each other, since love comes from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a relationship with God. The person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love. Amen. There are things I can talk about, but time's sake. Oh, don't worry. At the right time, if God wants to come again, I'll come open. Amen. Amen. I hope you've learned something tonight. Yes, sir. Oh, keep camping with the Lord. I promise you. I promise. I, if I tell you the things that I've had to let go, and now I am exactly where God needs me to be. When I got a record deal worth a million dollars to relocate to California. Then the Holy Spirit told me that I gave you that deal to show you that if I want you to become famous, I can do it in a, in a moment. But now you will not go. And he had already started the process. And then, I don't, I, don't, I don't know why the Lord told me to just share this. And then six months, you're going to start paying me $3,000 every month for six months whilst I'm in Ghana waiting for the process. The team even reached out to Ed Sheeran that we're going to remake my first single, See Her Again, which I wrote for my mom, my late mom, when she passed. I composed that song for her and dedicated it to her. So I had calls for them. Etron was in New York at that time for a, a, a show. And so we were having talks and they were talking with him and I was being made to know everything. And then when the Lord said that to me, it was very painful. <laughs> because I had wanted to prove to people that I am worth something that I'm not a black sheep and I'm, I have value. That was like the second record deal. The first one, I was supposed to go to Germany and then later on, I didn't like the deal. So this one came. It was very juicy. I even showed it to some people back then when I got it. Now, it became very difficult. The process became very, very difficult. Then suddenly, and that, when they are almost about to break through and something, another legality will happen, 
you know, I'm going to America, then everything is The process, because they are relocating there. They are going, they are, they even, I didn't even know that there was a Grammy camp. I didn't even know there was an academy camp. I didn't know it was part of the contract, so I was even, even signed on. So there's a Grammy camp for every year. Those who are in the, 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 the that group, let me say first, that's a better word, or that fellowship, they have a yearly camp where they, I didn't even know that. I know you don't know, you don't know too. And at the point when I was terminating the contracts, the people were begging me not to do it. I released my mixtape and then 2018 was still working on my, I canceled it. When I was terminating it, I was crying. And then 2018 December, I got a, a cruise ship deal where when they take out the taxes and everything, my salary was going to be 3,769 pounds. In 2018, December. I was getting ready to go. Started the process. And then the Lord said that you have been running away from me. Then I, I spoke to my father and the Lord. And he said, I've prayed. It's a very beautiful deal. But why are you running away from God? And it was true. You see, I had not, I had not accepted his love towards me. And I thought that I spent time with him so I could love like him. But when I came to the crossroad of giving something valuable, it was hard. So I canceled the thinking that when I terminated the contract, when I entered 2019, I thought that God has seen what I have done. So he will bless me. Listen, Allah be what? Then I remember in March 2019, the Lord said, Robin, you have given five years of your life to music. Why don't you try me with five? And I said, yes, please. Then I began the journey again. It was very hard and was very painful. And I went through all manner of turmoil. But now, I stand here and I realize that I'm exactly where God needs me to be. And I'm so glad I'm still in this world. And it made me realize that his love is far better. I'm sharing this because some of you, as I've said these things, and I've told you about accepting his love and spending time with him, it's amazing. It's powerful. You've been encouraged. You've been seen. But there comes a time. The reason I'm sharing this is because you must realize that God's plans towards you are far better than the plans you have for your life. But it will be hard to trust him because you don't know his love. If he gave himself to die for you, that he became sin on the cross for you, what makes you think that you not give up everything just for your good? Let's rise to our feet. I want you to talk to the, your father yourself in your own words. Talk to your father in your own words. Daddy, I have come. I come to you tonight. Daddy, 
I'm sorry for how I've made it. It's all about you. I accept your love. Thank you for your love towards me in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your love towards me in Christ Jesus. And Lord, I cried out to I cry out to you tonight. Oh Lord, help me love you. Help me spend time with you. See, the Lord has given us His Holy Spirit, the greatest gift ever in the entirety of existence. Both in the natural and the spiritual. The best gift ever is the Holy Spirit. And He's our comforter, He's our helper. We can never learn to walk the life of God without God Himself. So the Bible says, He works in us both to will and to do according to His good pleasure in Christ. I want you tonight to cry out to the Lord. Talk to him in your own words. Some of you, as you're praying, you're going to cry and say, Father, I accept your forgiveness. Thank you for your forgiveness. Oh, so the day that I actually cried out to you, you forgive me. Oh, I'm sorry for ever doubting you. I'm sorry for ever doubting you forgive me. Father, thank you for forgiveness. Oh, Father, when you said that I will be great, I was looking at my physical weaknesses and doubting that it's possible. I am so sorry, Father. Now I know how much you love me. Oh, Father, I accept it, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. I accept your word for me. I accept your will for me. Let's begin to pray to your Father. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone and be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.